0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Strappolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Adobe released Photoshop for iPad, unveiling the app at its annual Max design conference. While not feature-complete compared to the desktop version, the app supports the Cloud PSD format to allow for syncing edits from iOS to desktop versions. According to Photoshop product manager Pam Clark, the 1.0 release focused on the most common workflows and use cases and plans to update the app more aggressively compared to the desktop versions to add features over time. The app is available as part of Adobe's Creative Cloud subscription. Adobe also announced that it plans to release Illustrator for iPad by the end of 2020. Microsoft unveiled a new Office app for iOS and Android, which now combines Word, Excel, and PowerPoint into a single download. The app also includes an action screen, which includes shortcuts for things like transferring files from a desktop, converting images into text or tables, as well as a document and QR code scanner. The Office logo is also updated to the fluent design language Microsoft refreshed the Office apps with over the past year. The new Office mobile app is available now in public preview for phones only, no tablet support yet. ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok, launched its first phone called the Smartisan Jiango Pro 3, with the TikTok app conveniently accessed from the lock screen. Back in January, ByteDance acquired a number of patents from Smartisan, a Chinese phone maker, and halfway through the year, rumors started buzzing about a Smartisan ByteDance phone, which now officially exists in China. Reddit users in the Wall Street Bets forum are reporting that a flaw in the Robinhood stock trading app is letting them trade stocks with excess borrowed funds that allows access to what is essentially free money. A Robinhood spokesperson said the company is aware of the isolated situations and communicating directly with customers. Robinhood's business model includes the ability to trade free from commission fees. Robinhood Gold customers pay $5 a month to trade on margin or money borrowed from the company. But Robinhood apparently incorrectly adds the value of those calls to the user's own capital, and traders are using what they call infinite leverage to up their wagers. However, such a loophole could land users guilty of securities fraud, according to Donald Langvort, a law professor at Georgetown University. Pokemon Go creator Niantic Labs announced a new live multiplayer feature for the game called Buddy Adventure to launch in the next few months. It's built on the Niantic codenamed Neon multiplayer AR technology, which lets two separate devices using the existing buddy system create interactive AR objects within the same frame so that two Pokemon Go players can each see those same objects through their iOS or Android camera lenses. Uber's self-driving test car that killed a pedestrian in Tempe, Arizona in March of 2018 wasn't programmed to avoid jaywalkers, according to documents released by the National Transportation Safety Board Tuesday. The NTSB says the vehicle's radar sensors first observed the pedestrian who was walking her bike across the street outside of a crosswalk and classified her as a vehicle. However, the system apparently changed that classification several times and failed to predict her eventual path. The board didn't assign a specific cause for the crash, but is scheduled to do so on November 19th in Washington. Twitter is rolling out a new topics feature, including more than 300 topics to follow, such as sports, entertainment, and gaming. If you follow a topic, you'll see tweets from individual accounts that you don't necessarily follow that are deemed to have credibility on these subjects. The feature is set to roll out globally on November 13th. China issued official government guidelines Tuesday restricting how children can play online video games. People younger than 18 years old may not play online games between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., and they may only play games online for up to 90 minutes during weekdays and up to three hours on weekends and holidays. There are also spending limits of 200 yuan a month, roughly 22 U.S. dollars, for those 8 to 16 years old, and 400 yuan a month for those 16 to 18 years old. Law enforcement will create a unified identification system to verify identity and age. Tumblr announced it added group chats to its platform. Chats can hold up to 100 members, be created and managed by any user, and are always publicly viewable. Chat owners can invite and remove members, as well as delete messages but any Tumblr user can report a chat for violating Tumblr's hate speech policy or community guidelines. Group chats will surface in Tumblr search similar to other content on the platform. WhatsApp announced that it will roll out a global update for iOS and Android so that individuals can block other individuals, or anyone, from adding them to groups. Unless a user specifically says anyone can add them to a group within their privacy settings, WhatsApp will now send a notification asking if it's okay before they get added. Previously, users in India could select Nobody, Everybody, or Contacts, although not specific Contacts, to allow them to be added to groups, but the feature was never rolled out globally. And finally, T-Mobile will activate its 5G network in the U.S. on December 6th. 200 million customers will have access at launch, with 5,000 cities and towns covered by the end of the year. T-Mobile also plans to launch a $15 a month 2GB and $25 a month 5GB phone plan. Each plan will get an additional 500 megabytes added at the end of each year for up to five years. T-Mobile will also offer 5G service for free to first responders, including police, firefighters, and EMTs for a decade. Lastly, 10 million low-income households with children will get 100 gigabytes of home broadband access a year and a mobile hotspot for free. Of course, all of this is contingent on the approval of T-Mobile's merger with Sprint. A trial between 15 U.S. Attorneys General and T-Mobile over the merger is set for December 9th. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.